Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. To your guys' point, Philip won't call it a career. You think he's de- determined to find a team, or will he just move to Florida and call it a career? I mean, he, Eli's doing it. Maybe. But then why? Well, if he doesn't uproot his family, then. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's true. To LA, he was like, "I'll commute. I, I, I got my, you know, I have my my volleyball team here at home." Mm. You know, whatever it is, he's not going to uproot the whole family just to retire. retire it. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess. Think. I guess. Uh, yeah, no, it teaches own. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe the family wants to go to Florida. Yeah, and it's still trade. Yeah, like you said, sign it. There's so many options available. This idea that, oh, now we're done. See you. It just doesn't make any sense. Sure. Like, it's, I don't get it. Like, the guy, it's not like he was there for two years. <laughs> he's <laughs> the face of your franchise for his, you know, he still does, even in this market, have value that they can utilize. Probably still got some talent in there as well. So we'll see yeah. what happens with the uh, 04 quarterback, uh, one of the mm. 04 quarterbacks. Uh, shout out to Eli Manning calling it a career. Um, guys, let's get into some NBA scores. Obviously, the league and the rest of the world still trying to get past Kobe Bryant. And every game still starting with 24-second shot clock violations, 8-second backcourt violations. And we saw this in the Heat and the Magic game. Heat taking him down 113-92 to 92 in his last opportunity to... Impress all-star voters. Bam Adebayo showed up. A third mm. triple-double of the season. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. I think he gets an all-star vote. That's just me personally, but the guy's got to go in there. Duncan Robinson added 21 points. Nikola Vukovic for the Orlando Magic had a double-double of 13 points and 12 rebounds. Guys, great game tonight. The Heat host the Celtics in a battle of Eastern Conference powerhouses. So this mm. should be a great game uh, a couple All-Stars there, too, that we might see uh, before the game in two and a half weeks, I believe. Let's go to the Mavericks and the Thunder. A lot of Kobe tributes in this game, including a tribute video and 24-second shot clock violations, eight-second backcourt violations. Every game on the slate did that. Mavericks taking down the Thunder 107-97. to Luka Doncic broke down after the first quarter. A lot of the Kobe tributes got to him and a couple of the players, but Luca showed up nonetheless. 29 points, 11 rebounds. Nice double-double for him. Kristaps Porzingis also had a double-double too. 14 points, 10 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder for the Thunder. 21 points. Mavericks host the Suns and the Thunder. Visit the Kings on uh, Wednesday, I believe. Uh, Rockets and the Jazz, another game filled with Kobe tributes. The Rockets taking him down 126 to 117. No James Harden. No Russell Westbrook, no problem for Eric Gordon, who drops a career high. No Clint high. Capella either. No Clint like, Capella either. God. Yeah, I, yeah. I could have kept going. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> but Eric Gordon, man, showing up in, in, in adversity, 50, 50 points, a nice career high for him. He's also the first Rocket, besides James Harden, with 50 or more points since Hakeem Olajuwon did it in 1996. Yeah, uh, by the way, Harden has done it 23 times in between. Yeah, Westbrook will join them eventually. Westbrook will eventually. You're probably right. But until then, it is Gordon and Harden along with Olajuwon. Uh, Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz, guys. 36 points in the loss. Nice performance for him. Yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff as a 14-point favorite, Utah, (laughs) at home. That's good (laughs) stuff. 
Don't have to show all those rocket money line uh, betters how to how to field day. Oh yeah, one, no, so. yeah, exactly. That's yeah, check nice. on Sean. I know he was uh, all over the Jazz. He was texting last night. Should I go? Should I go Utah? I, it's, a, it's a lot of points, man. It's a lot of points. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the nature of the sport and the business, guys. Ouch. Right? Show what is. are you gonna do? Uh, Houston visits Portland, while Utah visits the San Antonio Spurs. So there's a nice uh, batch of games coming up. Really quickly, guys, Kareem Hunt, Cleveland Browns running back, was pulled over last week for speeding. And according to the dash cam video, he admitted and said, quote, uh, I would fail a drug test for marijuana. (laughs) It was also an open bottle of vodka in his car, and uh, the cop let him off the hook. So... I don't know about this, but not a good start for uh, the Browns running back who really wants to restart his career. Yeah, great start, guys. Uh, All it takes is one. What are you going to do? Uh, But we'll see if Kareem Hunt stays with the Browns. Going to send it back to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Tuesday morning. The Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All All right, here we go. Final hour here on the grid, uh, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. is Dane Martinez. Uh, We'll let you take a look at that dash cam video, too, because it is hilarious uh, for good old uh, Kareem Hunt there as uh, gets pulled over and finds maybe the only cop in the world who's an actual Cleveland Browns fan uh, and enjoyed him. So uh, congratulations there. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how, what the NFL has to say about that, but I'm shocked he didn't bring up the game of the night. Uh, and while watching Houston blow out Utah without their two stars is hilarious, uh, especially if you were on Houston, but the, um, anytime you can go in the NBA where it's zero for 8,300, uh, that tells you it, it never happens. Like, you know, Oh, for 8,300 tells me it's yeah. not a James, it's not a James Harden, uh, shot chart, you know, uh, in a game. No, it's, um, it's a team has never come back from 17 or more points under three minutes left in the game. We've never seen a team come back, uh, ever Oh, for 8,300 times in the NBA, until last night when all of a sudden the Minnesota Timberwolves threw up all over themselves and yeah. we watched the Sacramento Kings and Buddy Heel drop 42, Buddy 20 Hill. in the fourth and uh, and actually tie this game with one second left, take it into overtime and beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves were up by 25 in this game, took the damn starters out. With about six minutes left to go in the fourth, they had to get him off the bench and put him back in the game with a minute 30 left, and none of it mattered because De'Aaron Fox and uh, and Buddy Hill dominated the final four and a half minutes of this game and into overtime. Oh, for 8,263 wow. times. We've never seen it happen before. 17 or more points, Dane. I, it was laughable, especially if you were betting it live going – all right, Minnesota. It's a double-digit win for Minnesota. It's the double-digit win for me. They're up by 25. Oh, look, they're up by 23. Oh, there's 20. Oh, there's wow. eight. Oh, wait, there's five. You know, sometimes five. they take it off the board, right? You can't exactly. bet it live anymore after a certain – and it reappears. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, I put the this game is back in I'm like, why is it still on the board? I'm like, what are right. they doing? That's Unbelievable. Funny. Welcome to the NBA in 2020. Everybody makes a run, Joe. Nobody, it doesn't matter. Nobody plays defense.
amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Halloween playlist, Joe. Yeah, no kidding. Welcome back in. As we get ready, eight NBA games and a 22 college hoops games tonight, including uh, the Q's getting ready to take on Clemson yeah. in what is going to be a huge game moving forward uh, because they do have Duke on deck uh, over the weekend. So a uh, really One big opportunity tonight for Syracuse to take care of business. Duke will be coming to the Carrier Dome uh, on Saturday. So if Syracuse going to make a push, now is the time. And uh, I really do think they're going to be able to uh, to get it done. And a uh, bunch of games, uh, like uh, Fasano said, in the uh, in the NBA tonight, including the Zion train uh, tonight. Uh, it looks to be one of the early games that's getting the most action here, Dane. Uh, this would be game number four uh, for Zion and company. They did win the last one, 123-108, uh, as they ran over to Celtics, who uh, I don't think they had um, – is it Tatum or Brown? I don't think they had one of them, but did not play. But uh, it, it continues to move. I mean, it was – it opened up at seven. Uh, I'm seeing eight. Um, they, so the the love for this uh, Zion train here is yeah. uh, is certainly look. So the question is, are we? And again, it's Cleveland on a back to back, but they are home. But they did win in Detroit last night. So the question is, at what point now is uh, is the market just so overvaluing? Zion now this I can't wait to see this because again this is one of those dangerous well here's a team you should beat uh okay let's see if you beat it I mean opened up at seven and in a couple hours it's already been pushed up to eight let's see exactly uh what happens here tonight in this game uh against the Cleveland Cavaliers team that looked great last night finally they won on the road in Detroit but they are home tonight and uh, Zion, for all the initial thoughts on Zion, I'm he certainly looks the part and plays the part. I can't wait to see a fine-tuned Zion. But right now, his he is a presence on the court that is being uh, at least being felt so far. It, Boston was no joke, but I mean they were a little injured, but still uh, he held his own against a uh, a pretty good Boston team as well. Yeah, so over at our friends on FanDuel, they are eight-point favorites on the road at Cleveland tonight. 233 on the number is the total. And, Joe, all morning long in the chat room, there has been a lot of talk about the Zion Williamson props. Okay, so uh, his prop total tonight is 18.5, rebound 7.5. The combined number is 26. Um, When you talk about the love for Zion, right, I wonder if that's the market to play in. Not only just the New Orleans Pelicans, and like you mentioned, Cleveland's on the second of a back-to-back, so maybe they are ripe for the picking. Eight is kind of a big number for a team that's, you know, 15, 20 games under 500, but that's a different story. So I wonder if, you know, when you talk about the love for the Zion train getting out of control, would the prop bet market be a place? 18 and a half, seven and a half, You know, those are, I think, you know, he's capable of getting those numbers. But what we don't know is how many minutes he'll be out there, right? His his restrictions. And so I wonder if we talk about public perception and there's guys in the chat room talking about the Zion prop left and right. Okay. But what if 
what if the prop market is where the specific Zion love comes in and then he only plays 13 minutes and he can't get there? Remember, even in his debut, he wasn't hitting those props and then he scored like 11 in a row in the last four minutes. So I wonder, we look for places where public perception creates a gap, right, and an edge. I wonder about the Zion prop market, Joe. It, too many unknowns. I, I don't know how much he's going to play on the road. This is now his fourth game. Uh, and really, how much are you going to risk with him at this particular point? So I, I right. the, to me, to him, it's just capable. it's, tr- you know, it's I get trying it. to capable. figure out how much we're going to get. And, and listen, if I only get Zion for 13, 14, 15 minutes of this game, um, I don't know that he's hitting the over, or if he is hitting the over, there's probably a good chance that, A, they're either covering, uh, they're covering this game, or something else went, you know, drastically wrong. On the road is different than at home, uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to monitor what happens with him, but jumping into a zero-sum game like a prop market where, listen, I know what the books are doing. The books are already, they're already baking the Zion love into the numbers. So I already know by fading New Orleans, you're getting value. Uh, But they continue to push the number up, and I think the public will continue to push the number up because the public ain't jumping into a Zion prop market. Uh, The public is going to jump on, oh, let's just take Zion here. And while Cleveland is bad, don't get me wrong, is still something to be said about uh, you know being on the road and seeing how he how he performs in a in an arena he has not played in yet. So let's see exactly what happens. I think the jury's still out from had a profit on him outside of maybe fading them a little bit because we know how much uh, the hype surrounds him hey. and that people are going to bet on him. I until I can get a really good idea after about a dozen or so games is hey. what is going to be his max anyway. I mean I'm going to assume that they are they're going to limit him regardless like Strasburg, you know what i mean it, regardless yeah. of what happens this year the smart decision it, it would be right i mean it's yes. he's still in training camp mode is he not i mean absolutely and despite them being like we're not going to make trades and stuff like that they're not winning yeah. the damn west they're not making right. the playoffs you know what i mean so what <laughs> exactly. is it all for you know exactly. what it's for is for him to yep. get some reps understand life in the NBA, the practice, the travel schedule, that sort of stuff, yep. you know, so that he can hit the ground running. And to be quite honest, this is still new for him. a lottery pick, it's a good yeah. thing, yep. you know, so let him get acclimated. So but right. That's why I was wondering, Joe, in the prop market, I know that's not as public, let's say, but you know, the inflation for the Pelicans is one thing. That's inflation for just Zion. And don't get me wrong. He is capable of hitting all these numbers. I just don't know if he's going to be out there long enough to do it. Yeah. And again, I mean, the number, what'd you say the number was? I mean, that just feels... 18 and a half and seven and a half. They expect him to go 19 and eight. And what? That's the problem. I have no idea when the doctors go. Yep. That's a great line. Listen, so next year in his second season, when he's healthy, if you tell me right now, Zion Williamson averages 19 and eight, I'd be like, I'll take that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) The total of the game is what? How much? 233, I believe I saw. Oh, it's 233 seems, on the number. That's just that seems seems like it. That's like a big number for a Cleveland that team high. that just played uh, Cleveland, on a back. To, it, uh, and that seems high. And I, 
So if we went to, and we'll we'll get the numbers. I'm They're thinking telling you, Joe, like what one sixteen to like one. Oh, what are they telling you? Like one eighteen well, to one ten, now. Yeah, like so, that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Cleveland gets to one twelve. No. They're telling yeah, you one twelve is the final here. Yep. It, it could that's be uh, that. That's a little. That's a little over uh, over the number, I think. I, I'm leaning uh, to the under in that because I just don't yeah. trust Cleveland to put in enough to chip yeah. in enough to to hit the 235 mark. And again, a lot of things need to go right when you start creeping up to that 235 mark, or really anything over 230. Uh, and we're gonna say, let's say in uh, by noon, Dane, this is up to 233 and a half, 234. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, there's a lot of things that go that have to go right in order for this to work from both teams. So not a lot of things have to go wrong for the under to hit when you start getting into the mid 230s. And I mean, what's Zion been averaging? 12 minutes a game? I don't. 15 minutes? So I don't know that they're explosion in the prop market too. It's I, I don't know. I think it's getting away. I mean, that's a huge. That, and let's say he plays half a game, and those numbers you just gave me, what the? Who the hell wouldn't take that all damn day? Yeah. But I mean, are we going to get that? Is that realistic? And let us not forget. Yeah. Still trying to coordinate with the rest of the team. Still trying to get rotations in. Trying to. Absolutely. On the road. This is not us doubting Zion's ability. No, no. No, no. This is just, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to be out there. And like you said, it's his fourth game, Joe. We do not have enough of a sample size, you know, to, to. To accurately nope. project here just yet, nah. but the public gonna run away with it, and there's gonna be yep. an inflated edge for you potentially if you want to fade it. Yep. And the New York Knicks uh, looking to put two back to back here now as they are taking on, I believe, Charlotte. Boy, you got to be really drunk to watch this game. Uh, but the Knicks and Charlotte here tonight, and the Knicks might be able to. Could they put two back to backs? They just beat Brooklyn, so. Little well, uh, uh, yeah, no, we could got a back Charlotte. <laughs> Even though Charlotte, I think, lost what eight in a row. Oh God, ah, oh. but the line's moving, and it ain't moving towards the Knicks. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Yeah, we got some uh, we got some numbers on uh, Zion. We'll uh, we'll share with you here coming up, but we want to, of course, welcome you in and invite you to get in the game tonight. In fact, uh, with a DraftKings sportsbook account, because if you're listening or watching right now, you can get yourself a deposit bonus of up to five hundred bucks. Now, here's how it works: simply create a DraftKings sportsbook account, make yourself a deposit, then go ahead place that first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a fifty percent bonus of up to $500. And the offer is eligible for all users and new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks, but you got to go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website 
for details. And it's interesting, Dane, in three games so far, he's averaging 19.3 points, eight boards, 1.7 assists, right? So that tells you what you've got there. Um, So what will they be able to do here against a Cleveland team that, you know, although they did kind of coast against Detroit last night because they did blow them out rather easily. Yeah. Are they going to be able to go run and gun with the Pelicans, who are 6-1-1 one, and one against the number in their last eight road games, uh, Dane? And now, of course, that they've got Zion back, they won the last one. And uh, if they make this a track meet, uh, he's averaging 19. Does the, you have faith in Cleveland being able to slow anything down? I mean, if you're talking about, what, 18 points? Points, assists, and rebounds, Dane, would be... Because right now, let's see, what has he got? 7, 19, 27, 20. So he'd he'd be right around that 30 number for uh, points, assists, and rebounds combined. They're hanging 26 and a half for points and rebounds, which makes sense. Uh, 18 and a half and 7 and a half. Um, Here's the thing, though, Joe. Like, there's just so many. Like you said, a lot of things have to go right. Yes. For this to hit. Yes, they do. Yep. And that's a lot possible? of assumptions. Sure. Right. <laughs> yep. And that's the thing. Yep. Like, also, here's the other thing. If one of these teams is up by 17 in the fourth quarter, he ain't on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's just not happening. You talk about this being the back-to-back, so will they be able to hang? You know, there's yep. a lot of things outside of Zion's control, whether it be what the Cleveland Cavaliers do, what the medical staff says, what Gentry says, and then obviously his play on the field. I just think there's a lot of things that need to go right. And if any one of them go wrong, you know, Anthony in the chat room is saying, just take the Zion over until it loses. And I know this, Joe, we talk about this in sports investment, right? With trends, you can make money on a trend all the time until, uh, and you only lose on it once. You don't. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. And so I get that, but this just seems like um, a lot of stuff would have to go right for this to also. And again, the problem is while Cleveland looked good and that's why I think, I think the real value in this game is in the total uh, because I do think it's going to continue. I think it's overinflated to begin with 233 on a Cleveland team that just a couple of games ago, uh, they scored what less than they scored 86 against the Knicks. Um, So this is not a team while they had a good night last night, uh, they're coming off a well-rested situation in that on the road. They've played well in Detroit before. Now they're home on a back-to-back here, and you're taking on a different animal in New Orleans. But I will say this. The under is 8-3 and three in the last 11 meetings between these two teams in Cleveland. So that kind of goes up to our thing where it, this is still a learning curve for the, the whole New Orleans Pelicans and with Zion and company. So uh, the last 11 right. times, it's been profitable to go, hey – I don't think so. Going to not nearly be as many points as we think. And I do think there's going to be uh, uh, going to be value in, in watching how that goes, because to me, yeah, yeah, I think the game of the night's going to be Memphis, Memphis and uh, and Denver and uh, John Moran. It's amazing to me how little publicity he gets, Dane. Mm-hmm. It really is. I oh, mean, he, I've heard market, more right? talk about R.J. Barrett, who's not even playing with the Knicks. Then I have John ja Moran, and yet this guy is uh, the feel-good story. And somebody even brought up the other day, well, and, and granted, he hasn't been great as of late. Um, he's only averaging 17 in, in five of the past games. But again, ever since Zion shows up, it's now, what has Zion got to do to be rookie of the year? Like, are you kidding me? Seriously? 
Like, are yeah. you ignoring what John Morant has done to this Memphis team who also says they're in it for the long haul? They, they're going to try to shoot for the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, that's the way they should go. I mean, listen, I've been a John Morant fan. You know this. Oh, yes. Since the beginning. Okay. And 17 and 7, that's pretty damn good. Okay. And like I said, you know, and here's the other thing. When you talk about rookie of the year, you know what I look at in John Morant's uh, stat line? 40 games started, Joe. Thank you. 30 minutes a game. Okay. So guess what? Zion would have to, in essence, like double up John Morant for that to be the case, you know? And I think, honestly, I think there's other people, uh, whether it be RJ, whether it be Culver in Minnesota, um, that, that, even deserve this more than someone who will ultimately not play more than half the season. Thank you very much. I mean, I get it, guys. He's number one pick. Zion's a freak. Yeah, I get but, it. But yeah, come on. Now. The reality of this year is uh, you got a guy here in Miami and Kendrick Nunn, nobody knew existed uh, and okay. is dominating. You got John ja Morant, who played second fill in. This- seven and three, Joe. Exactly. Yep, exactly. So there is, uh, and by the way, in this game early line, it went from Memphis being a one point favorite, guys. It has swung to uh, Denver now at minus one, maybe minus one and a half. The thing to keep in mind here is that uh, the Memphis uh, Grizzlies have defeated one team with a winning record here uh, in, since January 4th. So mm-hmm. Denver is, I think we can say, is a better competition than uh, than most. And Jokic sure. is riding, I think, back-to-back triple doubles or double doubles. Uh, I, yeah, I think Denver at, at this kind of price, Dane, uh, I get it. It's on the road. Yeah, I think it's an easy decision here. I think Denver, uh, even on the money line at this point, even though it's a minus 120, maybe even 125. Uh, yeah, to me, to give me Denver all day. It, Memphis is good, guys. They're just not that. They're good in the, the middle. Class. Right. Yeah. They, ain't gonna, they ain't good on the upper level here. And I think Denver is really starting to put it together. And Jokic is starting to find a groove. So uh, I don't even take the one point. Forget about Just go. Don't even lay it. Just take them on the money line. It's good to go. Yeah, that makes sense to me when you talk about them stepping up in class. But that's what it should be for Memphis, right? Right. As they exactly. build, as they grow. And you know yep. what I also did just now? I looked at Mike Conley's season stats. Because remember, he was the point guard there before John yes. Morant. He was a point guard mm-hmm. that got a max deal, right? Yep. And and John Morant's housing him. I mean, John Morant has 17 points a game Con- to Conley's 12. John Morant yep. has seven assists a game to Conley's four. You know, yep. uh, more minutes a game, more games and played. Healthier. Like, and healthier. Yep, exactly. Yep. And yep. so, and, and, and Conley is a max contract player in the NBA. That's correct. So, yep. I mean, and John. And that tells you. Yeah. Josh and he ain't really helping Utah win. He certainly wasn't there last night helping exactly. Utah uh, overcome a 14-point spread. Like, exactly. What the hell was that? I mean, when they look back on this, I, I'm telling you, don't get me wrong. Zion has all everything out in front of him, can be a beast. I really believe, though, people are going to think, you know, Ja is like, you know, God in, 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 in Rastafari terms, right? And that's, that's what this guy's playing like. And he has been ever since we saw him at, like, Murray State or whatever it was yes. a few years ago. Yeah, Denver, guys, since January 4th, has only lost one road game. And again, Memphis has only beaten one team with a winning record since also January 4th. Plenty of value here on the uh, on the Denver Nuggets tonight. And keep in mind, too, the Denver, we talked about the Dallas Mavericks. Again, we always say scheduling guys in the NBA, the most important thing to know. Dallas is also on a back-to-back here. They're at home tonight taking on the Phoenix Suns. Keep, you know, and... 
Porzingis, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And yes, you got to keep an eye on this game, too, as well, along with Miami, who is on a back-to-back situation at home again here tonight, although Orlando wasn't exactly a um, long trip. Yeah, well, it wasn't a juggernaut for them to actually have to waste. Jimmy Butler. See, the problem with these back-to-backs now, guys, is that before you start placing bets, figure out who's playing. Because Chris Paul last night decided not to play an hour and a half before tip-off, and all of a sudden that line went from, yeah, and then it changed the whole dynamic of the game. Uh, James Harden was questionable, then he was doubtful, then he was out. And then you're going, oh, man, here we go. Uh, and last night, listen, Jimmy Butler, we weren't sure it was going to play. Kendrick Nunn didn't play. Dragic was on the list. So yeah. now that it's a back-to-back, keep it, make sure you understand who's playing before you make the bets, especially with these teams schedule-wise, Dane, that are, uh, um, that are doing these back-to-backs. Because Jimmy Butler played last night. Would have shocked me if he didn't play tonight. You got to consider that when playing games. And to be honest, Joe, you know, we're here on Make It Rain. We're giving you early lines, right? But that's why you got to keep it locked to SportsGrid all the time. There's a reason we're here live giving you this information, giving you leans, giving you analysis. And in the NBA, especially, Joe, if you're still like a NBA DFS player, those Mm -hmm. last kind of, you know, because look, you, you have no Harden, no Westbrook, no Capella, right? Eric Gordon is cheaply priced last night on DFS, right? And then boom, 50 points. So you have to get the late breaking news. You have to get the sit starts. That's why you got to get on the grid all the time here. You know, 18 hours a day, we're making it pop to help you win your leagues, win that cash. One of those, a couple of those prop bets that we jumped on yesterday, when we found out, we knew Westbrook was out, but once we knew Harden was out, all of a sudden, not only Gordon, who got a little, um, but Rivers, uh, also, he had he dropped 36 right. points last night. His total was 12, yes. 12 points. It was, you know, so pay it right. to everything coincides. But it, by 5 o'clock, guys, get ready for that second wave of you'll know by noon who's on the questionable list, who's, you know, and then usually, Dane, anywhere between 12 to 5, you're going to start, it's going to start to trickle out. Have a game plan. Hey, what if Jimmy Butler does play? Am I? Do I like this number? What if he doesn't? Do I like that number? Yep. Game just plan, like when the inactives come out on a Sunday morning at 1130. You got to be it's ready. It's a daily grind, dude. Where you need to. Yep. Absolutely. The daily grind. Grid information. Dip. Early line movement. Who's playing, who's not. And late line movement. Boom. Make your play. Especially with props, too. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Got yourself 22 college hoops games tonight, along with the eight NBA specials. And uh, we just gave you a couple of, uh, broke down a couple of these uh, NBA cards. Again, keeping in mind, scheduling, guys. Keep the scheduling in mind in the NBA if you're just diving into it now. 
because you realize football season's uh, about to be over and done with on Sunday. Uh, 80% of understanding how to bet on the NBA is all about scheduling and following uh, the market movements. And a combination of those will put you at least in a situation where you can make some uh, smart, educated sports investing decisions. And uh, I'm going all in on your boys tonight in Syracuse. I'm just telling you right now, I'm a believer. I am fading Clemson, and uh, like we told you guys, Syracuse has done a, you know, teams evolve over the years, and it's a process, and Syracuse is so young, but Bayheim is so old, but and not old from a bad perspective, but from he's been there and done this, uh, they present a very unique set of challenges for teams, yeah. especially other teams, and this is a very mediocre year, especially in the ACC. So all those teams they lost with early in the season, Syracuse has done a great job of battling back and and winning the next go around. They've got Clemson tonight. And then the big one in the carrier dome is going to be Duke. And if they can go ahead and, uh, and sweep these two games starting with tonight. And as long as it's not a look ahead spot for them, then yeah, they have just, um, they have gone ahead and put on their resume, Dane, the ability to be, uh, you know, a top 10 seed in, in a bracket, which is, which is great. And then they are getting better as the season goes on. And you know that two threes on a big stage is a pain in the, uh, a giant pain in the butt. So sure um, I like them tonight. It's one and a half, I think, uh, I somewhere along those lines. I, I think they get two. the job done, man. On the road, I think they get done, especially have a late. They they have won five in a row now, guys. Five yep. in a row. And uh, I like row. it. Yep. Yeah, and they were only favorites in two of those, Dane. That's true. And, you know, they got a big win uh, against Virginia in that yep. stretch, a big win against Notre Dame in that and stretch. Yep. And, and, and here's the thing also, Joe. I, remember how I talked about the Steve Spagnolo defense for the Chiefs and mm-hmm. how it took time to learn? Right. And then there's been improvement uh, throughout the season. Uh, the same thing can be said for the Q's two three zone. OK, when you've got and you also have um, you've got freshmen in key spots like Joe Girard, you know, so I think they are developing. I don't want to pour cold water on you, Joe, but our guy Maxwell Smart is in the chat and he is going against us. He's all Clemson tonight. Oh, you suck, Maxwell. I know. I know, I know. And I'm the still riding crew, it, you know, I usually like to ride with them, and they're yep. going against me. They're going with a different shade of orange. Uh, but I think, listen, I, like you said, I think this zone gets better and better as the year goes on. They're hot right now. They're rolling. I'm with you. Give me uh, – I think they're getting two points. Is uh, it two now? Give it to me. As they get ready for the Blue Devils to come on in. And I will weekend. say this, and Maxwell will even attest to this, though. The Syracuse Orangemen offense is much better on the road than it is at home. They are a much more efficient offense on the road. In fact, they average just about 79 points per game on the road. So yeah. they got they can put up more points on the road, which, again, is why I'm, their defense isn't as good on the road either, but their offense is. I think the total's too low, too, Dan. It's like 133, mm. 134. Uh, uh, listen, if they can average 78, 80 points in this game, uh, yeah, give me. I think it's way too. I think it's way too low. I, I definitely think there can be points scored in this game. 
That's interesting. I know Q's defensively is strong, but that's even better on the first half at in the home, carrier dome. Yes. Right. In yeah, the dome. This is at Clemson. I just think for me, Joe, it comes down to, like I said, guys like Gerard, guys like Gary are the forward. They are getting mm-hmm. better with practice, with games, okay? Um, that's what it takes as a freshman to learn the system, you know, know your role with the team. And then you do have a true stud in Elijah Hughes, the transfer now in his second year with um with the Qs averaging almost 20 points a game okay and Crazy, don't right? sleep on the coach's son don't sleep yep. on the coach's son he can shoot the lights out I'll tell you that and and again I hate that like so Duke is going to play in the Carrier Dome this weekend right so yes. Duke has got Pittsburgh tonight and they're giving him what 17 points like uh, I, I'm going to use yeah. Duke Lane tonight against Pitt 16 uh, 16 at home eat that you hate that. They should be looking ahead because if Q's wins tonight, yeah, they, you you know what's going. A little look ahead situation there could very well come into play. And and how many teams you think the ACC gets in? Six. If uh, I think you've got Virginia Tech, Virginia, Syracuse, North Carolina is not Virginia Tech. They get their crap together. Florida State. Um, yeah, five to be six. In. Yep, there's a couple of board. I think Virginia Tech is the is the cutoff, is the borderline at that point. Uh, NC State is just throwing up all over themselves State. right now. Pitt's okay. a 500 team. North Carolina's and a 500 this team. Clemson team, right? Then you get to like and this Clemson. Clemson team, BC, yep. let's say. But I mean, yeah, I think we're about six, right? You got yep. you got Virginia, Virginia Tech. You got Duke. Ooh. That's three. Florida State, Louisville, Four. and Cuse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Louisville forgot about that, right? Yep. And Cuse. And Q's, absolutely. And then you yeah, got, and I you probably got like NC State on the bubble, Pitt on the bubble, that kind of, yep. you know. Vatek on the bubble, exactly it. And even then, it's like those bubble teams this it, year yeah. is like, uh, and right. uh, Big Ten too. And that's because I of mean, Carolina, right? That's because Carolina yes. is defecating all over the mattress outside of Cole yeah. Anthony. Although they did put a, two wins now back to back, so congratulations, Roy. He might have actually figured out a combination at work. And let us not forget. I mean, we make fun of North Carolina guys. They're not getting like one star recruits. You know, the fact that that he's not there. You're not going to Carolina because you ain't a four star. You're not a four star basketball player coming out of high school. It just it takes a little while to put it together. But I'm still going to go to tonight, uh, Big Ten, guys. Check out some of these. Rutgers at home against Purdue. You think I trust any Big Ten on team on the road? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. It. How many points is Rutgers laying? I have to look it up. Uh, I'm thinking they are 14-0, and 0, the Scarlet Knights, Dane. Did you even realize Rutgers? I didn't even I did. realize they were this good this year. 14-0 and 0 at home, and they've covered nine of those, the Scarlet Knights. And they're probably, are they... Five points, maybe five and a half. Yeah, I'm struggling to find it on the board right now. So give me a second. I'll I'll keep looking, but I don't see it on the board. I don't know if there's I, injuries or stuff. Oh, there might it might not be on the board. Yeah, it was uh, overnight line was hold on. Oh God, I can't be right. Three Rutgers laying three. Yeah, I'll take it if that's on the board, Dan. Give it to me. I'll take it. Rutgers right. at home. Purdue. I I can't play Big Ten teams on the road. Bro. They're atrocious and they're money right. suckers. Yep. They do a suck money. Also, remember that theory of like the good team on the road, you know, like defecating the mattress when they have a quality opponent. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing a line for it. Last night in Iowa. (laughs) I'm not seeing a line for it, uh, Joe. Even in other places. There's no line. Okay, good. That's one definitely to take out. What do you think? 
What do you think about this one? You know, conference, good good on the road here. Florida State on the road at Virginia today. Virginia. When I look at Virginia, to me, it's all about the total. Is it over 110 or under 110? 115. Yeah, I'm on the under. I'm on the yeah. under. I, yep. I, they, the first time they played, they played a couple of weeks ago. I think it was the same situation. It barely made it to 110 points. Florida right. State, you're like, oh, they'll be able to. Florida State can play defense, too. So, I, you know, I, the problem with Virginia is they can't score. They can play. De- is it in Virginia or is it in Tallahassee? Virginia's home. Oh, no. Then under. Give me the under 115 tonight. Absolutely. Ask Max, hey, Max in the chat room. You're going to bet an over in a Virginia game? That's yeah. like an anomaly. It doesn't it's happen. Me, too. Also, Joe, Florida State, you know, we talk about that little number next to them, number five in the country going to Virginia. But check this out. Virginia is a, is laying one. They're the home favorite, but it's only one. Yep. Tough place to play, too. To one of the... Right. This brutal is tough. place this to play. Year, late January, early February, this conference schedule, it is a gauntlet. Even like I look at, say, like Villanova going to St. Mm-hmm. John's, but it's at the Garden tonight. Yep, that's correct. I mean, St. John's hasn't done much. You know, they've only got two uh, conference wins. I love St. John's, man. How, how hard is it to get tickets to go over to a game like that, Dave? At the Garden, it wouldn't be that bad. And to go get St. John's? Th- yeah, it wouldn't, yeah. Be, uh, wouldn't be hard to go get. Now, unless it was like, you know, they play Duke, they play Cuse, where they play okay. those kind of things. Not against Nova. Nova, you could get tickets. No, okay. So so St. John's in general, though, you can actually, you can you can grab some yeah. tickets and go yeah. over there. I, yeah, I've been dying to go. I always wanted to see uh, St. John's play. And I know in the tournaments and stuff that they play over there, it's, hell, you can walk across the street. Do you ever see go when uh, Syracuse comes to town? Yeah, I used to, because they used to always play in the garden in, like, coaches versus cancer, preseason NIT, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I would make my annual trip. Or they used to play St. John's, you know, in early before conference scheduling to try to preserve Ooh. that natural rivalry. Um, right. So I try to see Cuse. I try to see Cuse at least once. Um, and if not then, um, maybe in the conference. Maybe the carry dome? You ever go up? Uh, I haven't gone in a few years, but uh, I have. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great atmosphere, but I haven't been up there in a few years got to be absolutely off the hook dude. Yeah, it's, it's got to be one of the craziest you know how, how much it of it do they fill when they go and that's the thing right because it's the dome is for football okay right. and in basketball you hear all like Syracuse has all the records for on-campus attendance and all that yep. but it's it's half the stadium Joe they 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 put the basketball court in essence on one side of the 50 and they put up like a kind of like a blue curtain at like midfield Okay, and okay. then on the other side, you have kind of like your fan fest stuff. You know, you have like different booths and different uh, carnival games going on, that sort of stuff. But you have, they sell tickets on what would be the other side of the field, wow. depending on. Like, I'll tell you what, this Saturday for Duke, they're selling tickets that are oh, on the other side of the 50 just to get a view of the game. Yeah. I was going to say, be- so they put the court right in the middle of what would be the football field? Is that it? It's not- Oh, it's on one side of the football field. It would be one like side. goal line to 20 and going okay. sideline to sideline. And they pretty much cut off sales at like what the 50-yard line would be. Would be. Okay. Gotcha. And yep. on the other side of the field, they have like your fan fest stuff, your carnival games, you know, that kind so of stuff. Cool. Sign up and get a t-shirt. You know, that, that yeah. kind of thing. So cool. I mean, yeah, it's got to be, especially when they're in it and they're, and they're good. I can only, uh, you know. I, uh, as a student, I gave Dick Vitale a pound one time on a big Monday, storming really? the court. 
<laughs> and we beat UConn, who was number one at the time, on a big Monday. I think this was like the Khalid El Amin days. Um, yes. And we on the court, you know, and I turn around, and it's Dickie V. You know, oh. so I hug him and give him a pound and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, have Storm in the court there. It must be a little, um, must be a little crazy there. I've done it. I did it once for basketball when we beat UConn, and I did it right. once for football when, on the last play of the game, they beat a Virginia Tech team to go oh, to the Orange awesome. Bowl in Donovan yep. McNabb final regular season game there. Oh crap! All right, see, so Don, yeah, they they can get it going up there. Accused man, don't don't fool yourself. Yeah, and they're gonna be um they're gonna be quite a uh, it's gonna be quite a push. They win tonight at Clemson, Dane. I can't imagine what that place is gonna be like against Duke on Saturday. It's gonna be crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, well, though, it's saying it's a lookerhead spot. Yes, I know. But That's what I'm worried about, too. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Because they know Duke's on. I get. Yes, I definitely get it. I will say this, too, about your St. John's team uh, tonight. Seven, well, one and one last nine against Villanova against the numbers. St. John's handles Villanova and Florida State, Virginia. The under is eight and one in the last nine between these two teams. That makes sense. One, I like that give, under play. Uh, give me the yeah, under. I, like I do like uh, Florida State. Um, unfortunately, the problem with Florida State every year is Leonard Hamilton has the best regular season. Everyone's great. Yeah. He gets into the tournament and he craps the bed yeah, every year. I know. It's like, hey, hey, who's hey, got better, we go. better athletes than Florida State? Oh, look at that. Nice. So, All right. So where is this back. now? So that's the one side of the field. I see what you're saying. Gotcha. It's like MPC, that's the other side of the football. Yes. Or is it yes, like I the end zone to the 10-yard line, you know? Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's say No look ahead. Take care of business tonight. Then let's see the picture on Saturday. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, guys, welcome in. Morning after uh, coming your way. And, of course, uh, Dane and I will be back uh, tomorrow looking to make it rain, getting you ready for another uh, another great card, not only in college hoops, but, of course, uh, the sure. NBA. And dive into uh, start doing some prop bets tomorrow uh, through the rest of the Woo! week, get you, uh, get you ready here for this game. And uh, tonight, Dane, some of the best bets on the board here. If you guys yeah. are just joining us, I think we all agree that uh, Denver is definitely in the NBA, a team that we like over Memphis, uh, given what we know about these two teams. I like this um, Pelicans-Cavs under. You're going under in that game. I'm looking, you know what it is? I'm looking at this. Look at the Milwaukee total, too. Milwaukee's taking on Washington, and it's already up to 243. And it's like, oh, another one of these yeah. situations where guys, so, do you realize how much has to go well uh, and how little defense needs to be played on Milwaukee's part? Um, like, well, Milwaukee Washington is not. Washington scores points, bro. 
Washington. Right, but they're not playing Atlanta. Like, Atlanta doesn't play defense. Like, Milwaukee is going to swat your crap left and right. So, like, do I think Milwaukee can score 130? Hell yeah. Do I trust right. you against that defense? Right. It's will they hold up to their end of the bargain? That's the same thing yes. I feel about the Cavs and this other total. Yes, that, and that's too. That's exactly. Will the can and the Cavs coming off a back to back? I'm with you. I think the under is the play to go there. Yeah. Uh, and I am definitely going under tonight in uh, in Florida State, Virginia. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And sure. uh, Max and I are going to be at odds. I'm taking the over. In Syracuse, and I am taking the cues to get it done against Clemson, Dane. No way Let's go. are they not. Let's go. We're going into Saturday. We're going in with, oh, uh, boy. with smoke coming out of our uh, our eyeballs, ready to go yeah, and yeah, take yeah. down the Duke Blue Devils, man. I'm with going to happen. Yep, Just drive safely, Bayheim, after the game. That's all. Yeah, no but you'll kidding, be good. man. Like, ew, that's a good point, man. It's a <laughs> but, quality um, point. Listen, yeah, we'll be excited going into <laughs> going into the weekend. The Dome will be rocking. Syracuse looking to, uh, you know, get in good standing for uh, March Madness. Joe, I mean, think does about March it, Madness have a bigger handle than, than the Super Bowl? Q's Duke? Like, Q's yeah. Duke to mean something, Dane, at the end of January, beginning of February? That's right. Come on, man. That's right. You it's going to be good. That's what College you want. game day should make a trip. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah. They got to get past. Well, tonight. they got to take care of business tonight, tonight though. They got to take care of business tonight. Clemson. But we'll talk about it tomorrow for next. sure. That's it, man. Go Cues. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Good luck with Let's your plays. Go. And the winners be yours as always. Let's cash these Fading tickets. Zion, man. guys. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Zion. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, you still-